Section eight of the Glories of Ireland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Matt Ferrard. The Glories of Ireland, edited by Joseph Dunn and P. J. Lennox. Irish music by W. H. Gretan Flood. Muse D. M R I A K S G. Perhaps nothing so strikingly brings home the association of Ireland with music as the fact that the harp is emblazoned on the national arms. Ireland, the mother of sweet singers, as Pope writes, Ireland, where, according to Saint Columcille, the clerics sing like the birds. Ireland can proudly point to a musical history of over two thousand years the milesians the de danans and other pre-christian colonists were musical hecateus b c five forty to four seventy five describes the celts of ireland as singing songs to the harp in praise of apollo and ethicus of istria a christian philosopher of the early fourth century describes the culture of the irish certainly it is that even before the coming of st patrick the irish were a highly cultured nation and the national apostle utilized music and song in his work of conversion in the early lives of the irish saints musical references abound and the irish school of music attracted foreign scholars from the sixth to the ninth century hymnologists are familiar with the hymns written by early irish saints and legs e g saint sechnon saint columcio saint moles saint cochine saint columbanus saint ulton saint colman saint comain saint angus dungal sedulius mongo and others who has not heard of the great music school of san gallen founded by st gall the wonder and delight of europe whither flocked german students one of the irish monks tulthal tutilo composed numerous sacred pieces including the famous forest curie fons bonititis fons bonitatus included in the vatican edition of the curiel nineteen o six not alone did irish monks propagate sacred and secular music throughout france italy switzerland austria germany and the far north but they made their influence felt in lindisfarne malmesbury glastonbury and other cities in england as also in scotland st aldheim one of the pupils of st maldo tells us that at the close of the seventh century ireland synonymous with learning literally blazed like the stars of the firmament with the glory of her scholars during the ninth century we meet with twelve different forms of instruments in use by the irish namely the cruet and clairsage small and large harp timpan rota or bowed cruet wen oboe or bassoon benbubal and corn horn Christianum, and piaf bagpipes 
piano flute or fife goatblain bass horn stock and sternum trumpet pepe single and double pipes crab keel and cron keel cymbalum kinano castanet and fidil fiddle the so-called brian burrell's harp really dates from the thirteenth century and is now in trinity college dublin but there are numerous sculptured harps of the ninth and tenth centuries on the crosses at gray ullard clonmacnoise duro and monaster voice Donchad, an irish bishop of the ninth century who died as abbot of st remedius wrote a commentary of martianus capella a well-known musical textbook towering above all his fellows john scotus eragina in eighteen sixty seven wrote a tract de divisione de division naturae in which he expounds organum or discant nearly a hundred years before the appearance of the scolia incariades incariades and the musica incariades he also wrote a commentary on martianus capella now in a paris manuscript of the ninth century the eulogy of geraldus cambrensis or gerald barry who came to ireland in eleven eighty three on irish harpers and minstrels is too well known to be repeated but brompton and john of salisbury are equally enthusiastic round bass or pedal point and singing in parts as well as bands of harpers and pipers were in vogue in ireland before the coming of the english dante quoted by galilee testifies to the fact that italy received the harp from ireland and it may be added the irish harp suggested the pianoforte in the anglo-norman ballad the entrenchment of new ross in twelve sixty five allusion is made to pipes and flutes and carols and dancing another poem dating from about thirteen twenty refers to irish dances in a flattering manner john garland eleven ninety to twelve sixty four wrote a treatise on organum and outlined a scheme of dividing the interval which developed into ornamentation passing notes and grace notes the dublin troper of the thirteenth century has a number of forest curies and glorias also a collection of sequences a dublin processional of the fourteenth century contains the most elaborate form of the officium sepulchre with musical notation on a four-line stave the foundation of the miracle play of the resurrection another dublin troper dates from thirteen sixty and was used in st patrick's cathedral it contains the hymn angelus ad virginum alluded to by chaucer the christ church psaltery about thirteen seventy has musical notation and is exquisitely illuminated lionel power an anglo-irishman wrote the first english treatise on music in thirteen ninety five exactly a century later in fourteen ninety five a music school was founded in christ church cathedral dublin the irish annals of the thirteenth to the fifteenth century have numerous references to 
distinguished harpers and singers and there are still sung many beautiful airs of this period including the cullen and Eibling Arun. john lawless was a famous irish organ builder of the second half of the fifteenth century and his successor james dempsey built many fine organs between the years fifteen thirty and fifteen sixty five notwithstanding the many penal enactments against irish minstrels all the great anglo-irish nobles of the pale retained an irish harper and piper in their service under date of fourteen eighty we find chief justice birmingham having an irish harper to teach his family as also to harp and to dance a century later line crews the harper richard crews composed a lamentation song on the fall of the baron of slang the air of which is still popular it is to the credit of the irishman william bath who subsequently became a jesuit that he wrote the first printed english treatise on music published in fifteen eighty four thus antedating by thirteen years morley's work bath wrote a second musical treatise in fifteen eighty seven and he was the first to call measures by the name of bars he also formulated methods of transposition and sight-reading that may still be studied with profit thomas campion the poet and composer was born in dublin in fifteen sixty seven but spent nearly all his life in england other irish composers to mention only the most distinguished were william costello madrigalis richard gilly edward shergold and walter kennedy strange as it may seem queen elizabeth retained in her service an irish harper cormac mcdermott from fifteen ninety one to sixteen o three and on the death of the queen he was given an annual pension of forty six pounds ten shillings ten d nearly five hundred pounds a year of our present money shakespeare refers to eleven irish tunes of which the famous Calaine of astur me is still fresh irish dances were extremely popular at the english court from sixteen hundred to sixteen o three and were introduced into the masks shakespeare's intrinsic friend john dowland of dublin was one of the greatest lutenists in europe from fifteen ninety to sixteen twenty six in the dedication of a song to my loving countryman mr john foster the younger merchant of dublin in ireland dowland sufficiently indicates his nationality and his compositions betray all the charm and grace of irish melody it is of interest to add that the earliest printed irish dance is in porthenia in violata of which work published in sixteen thirteen to fourteen there is only one copy known now in the new york public library from sixteen hundred to sixteen o two charles o'reilly was harpist to the court of denmark at two hundred dollars a year his successor was donald dope the black old cahill sixteen o two to sixteen ten who followed anne of denmark to the english court walter quinn of dublin was music master to king james eldest son prince henry from sixteen o eight to sixteen eleven other noted harpers of the first half of the seventeenth century are rory dahl the blind 
Okayan, Nicholas Dahl Pierce, Tak McRory, John Rory and Henry Scott, Owen McKeenan, Owen McDermott, Tar O'Coffey, and Father Robert Nugent. S. J. Darby Scott was harbored to the Danish court from 1621 till his death at Copenhagen on December 19, 1634. Pierce Ferreter, a gentleman harper, was executed at Killarney in 1652. Miles O'Reilly and the two Connellans were famous harpers between the years 1660 and 1680. Evelyn, the English diarist, in sixteen sixty eight praises the excellent performances on the harp of sir edward sutton who in the following year was granted by king charles the second the lands of Conflict, county kildare two beautiful harps of this period are still preserved the fitzgerald harp and the fogarty harp there are many exquisite airs of the seventeenth century some of which have been incorporated in moore's irish melodies the titles of several airs of this epoch are of historical interest e g sarsfield's lament lament for owen roe o'neill macallistrum's march net of the hill the breach of Aughrim, limerick's lamentation lily berlero balena mona the boyne water and the wild geese irish tunes abound in the various editions of playford's country dances from sixteen fifty one to seventeen twenty turlock o'carolan sixteen seventy to seventeen thirty eight who has been styled the last of the irish bards wrote and composed innumerable songs also plexties pleracas and lamentations it is here merely necessary to note the twenty-six of O'Carolan's airs are included in Moore's Irish melodies, although his claim to them has only recently been proved by the present writer. Goldsmith's eulogy of O'Carolan is well known. The Jacobite period from 1710 to 1750 considerably influenced Irish minstrelsy, and some of the most delightful airs were adapted to Jacobite lyrics. Sigangudi an shan dwin lament for kilcash armand's lament morin ni chilenen all the way to galway the air of yankee doodle caitlin ni hulahan balance a straw the wearing of the green st patrick's day plankham perby are amongst the tunes in vogue at this period as early as sixteen eighty five the hibernian catch club was established and still flourishes sicilian celebrations were held from seventeen twenty seven to seventeen thirty two and a dublin academy of music was founded in seventeen twenty eight the charitable and musical society founded in seventeen twenty three built the fishamble street music hall in seventeen forty one and assisted at the first performance of the messiah conducted by Handel himself on thirteenth april seventeen forty two kitty clive peg woffington and daniel sullivan were noted irish singers of this epoch while john clegg dr murphy and burke thomont were famous instrumentalists 
in seventeen forty one richard pokritch invented the musical glasses for which gluck wrote some pieces it was afterwards improved by benjamin franklin on the continent henry madden was music director of the chapel royal at versailles in seventeen forty four in succession to Campra, and was also canon of st quentin in seventeen sixty four the earl of mornington muse d was appointed first professor of music in dublin university a few years later charles claggett invented the valve horn michael kelly of dublin was specially selected by mozart to create the parts of basilio and don curcio at the first performance of the opera of figaro on may first seventeen eighty six kane o'hara samuel lee owenson neil baron dillon dr doyle t a geary Mann, and the earl of westmeath were distinguished musicians while the fame of carter mountain moorhead and dr colgan was not confined to ireland among native minstrels jerome duganon dominic mongan dennis hemson charles byrne james duncan arthur victory and arthur o'neill were celebrated as harpers the belfast meeting of seventeen ninety two revived the vogue of the national instrument nor was the bagpipe neglected even in america in seventeen seventy eight lord rawdon had a band of pipers with barney thompson as pipe major at home sterling jackson macdonald moorhead kennedy and macklin sustained the reputation of this ancient instrument ere the close of the eighteenth century john field of dublin was a distinguished pianist he subsequently eighteen fourteen invented invented the nocturne developed by chopin sir john stevenson the arranger of the irish melodies tom cook william southwell inventor of the damper action for pianofortes henry mountain andrew ash flautus barton rook and bunting were world-famed among the irish musicians of the last century the following names are typical thomas moore j a wade Ball, bohemian girl wallace maritana osborne sir frederick Ulsler, scutson clark howard glover corncastle j w glover sir robert stewart augusta holmes r m levy joseph robinson ford lover kearns allen barker torrance malloy guernsey gilmore thunder harvey goodman sir arthur sullivan pinafore mikado miss davis halliday inventor of the kent bugle latham dugan gaskin lacy pontet piccolomini hudson pickett Horan marks and w c levy famous vocalists like catherine hayes mrs scott fennel senior folly foley barton mcguckin dennis o'sullivan and william ludwig deserve inclusion in our own day it is only necessary to mention composers like sir charles villiers stanford dr c woods victor herbert mrs needham dr sinclair norman o'neill and arthur o'leary singers like egan burke 
plunkett green john mccormick p o'shea charles manners and joseph o'mara violinists like maud mccarthy emily key arthur darling and patrick delaney organists like dr charles marcham brendan rogers dr josette and professor buck writers like mrs Kerwin, dr annie patterson mrs milligan fox professor mahaffey a p graves dr collison and g b shaw and conductors like hamilton hardy and james glover references walker irish bards seventeen eighty six o'curry lectures eighteen seventy hardiman irish minstrelsy two volumes eighteen thirty four the complete petri collection three volumes nineteen o two to nineteen o four grattan flood history of irish music third edition nineteen thirteen story of the harp nineteen o six story of the bagpipe nineteen eleven mrs milligan fox annals of the irish harpers nineteen eleven mason song lore of ireland nineteen ten armstrong musical instruments two volumes nineteen o four to nineteen o eight o'neill irish folk music nineteen eleven irish minstrels and musicians nineteen thirteen end of section eight